I can even take off my glasses if I don't have to read anything. I'm not making you read a thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello, okay. my friends. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. And we have a very world-renowned shaker with us today. <laughs> I am so excited for this episode. I am Paulette Reesony. I am your magic maker, your movement motivator, your passion instigator, your lifestyle and transformational creativity business coach, dancer, global dance leader, and the hostess of this podcast. And I'm so excited. Artemis Marat is here with us today. And I haven't actually seen her for, well, I haven't seen you in person for five years, I think, five. Too many years. It's been too many years. And But we've known each other for, God, dang, 25 years, I think. I was yep. actually thinking about that today. It's like, ooh, I brought you to Portland. When's the first time we met? Anyway, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> we can go into that. I'm just happy to have you here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. And I don't remember the first time we met because it was so long ago. And it was actually before you brought me there to teach. So we already were, you know, pretty um, good friends before that. It could have been at Mendocino Dance Camp. It could have been, oh, we also... We're at a um, camp in Pennsylvania together. Huh. I don't remember. There's so I've, many. I've got so many things. <laughs> Our paths have crossed and crossed. And of course, there's a reason for everything. So I'm just delighted anytime I get to connect with you, my, my, my sweet friend. You've really inspired me in a lot of ways, and so so many people with um, with your your podcasts, but also with your the art you're creating, and also because you walk your walk. So just like your living example is very inspirational to me, and many. Thank you for that. I appreciate that a lot, and. Uh... You have been a big inspiration in the dance world for many years. And we've, we've performed together. We've had workshops together. You've had workshops for my people. And uh, we've hung out together. <laughs> it's been a while. But, but what I, I just love that you are, you are still a force. And I think... What's really important in, in this conversation is that both you and I have uh, been, we've both been around for a long time and we are still forces as crones, as matriarchs of the dance. And I know one of the things you said in correspondence with me, and this is something I've been super after too, is maintaining and Uh, passing on the legacy of what of what you have created. And so I don't want to read your bio, but I want you to tell our people out here in Heart and Hustle Land what your story is. What what who is Artemis? 
wow. That's, <laughs> that's a lot. Um, well, I've been dancing almost 50 years. Um, I started when I was uh, 21, and I'm, I'll be 69 um, very soon. And when's so... Birthday? When's your birthday? November. Oh, this month? November, yeah. And so it's, you know, in about a week, I'll be, I, I sort of don't even want to say, it's not because I'm vain about my age at all. I love telling people my age. And I think we should do that because we want to be examples for young people who think, oh God, 69, that's so old. I'm like, no, really, it's not. But anyway, um, um, so, uh, but I don't, I don't like to you know, put the number because then everybody goes on Facebook and says happy birthday. And it's a little embarrassing for me. And I celebrate yourself, you you know, I celebrate with, yeah, my own way. Um, (laughs) But, but anyway, so I started dancing and I'm really lucky that um, I started when I did, because that was the era when we, we had all we had was were records and so if you had a gig you you got to dance with the band and so that was such a great great education for me and now very sadly most people don't have um, the opportunity to dance to live music yeah. and it's not that cds and mp3s are dead music you know they're not but it's it doesn't have the vibrance in them interchange and right well that, yeah not, for sure there's a definitely a difference between having that connection with musicians yeah yeah and the energy yeah exactly exactly uh, so i um so i started then and i was a, a vintage oriental or amcab dancer for um many years and then i um wait, wait, go back say that again vintage. i said I was a, a, I don't like the term AMCAB um, because it sounds like you're hailing a taxi. AMCAB! I don't, I've never heard that term before. AMCAB. Vintage Oriental. Uh, American Cabaret. Oh, oh, okay. That's what people call American Cabaret style, which I don't think is even an accurate description of what we did because um, to me, the American Cabaret dances are the kinds of things that you see in Vegas. That's American cabaret. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, to me, what we did in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s in, in the tavernas and the nightclubs um, is vintage oriental dance. Mm-hmm. So I, I prefer that term. So I did that for many years. And then I, um, the big Egyptian wave came and everybody um, was... Uh, enamored with the Egyptian style Oriental, which is cool because it's wonderful. But there were a lot of people that were saying, yeah, but everything that everybody else is doing that's Egyptian isn't really a real dance. And, and it, it sh- you know, they made fun of it. And they didn't understand it. And so I thought, wow, well, that's weird because I wasn't making stuff up. I was doing the dances that that I saw around me. So I wanted to specialize in Turkish because Turkish was really getting a bad rap back then. Mm. And so I uh, and I I love it. And my father is a Greek from 
from Turkey and they lived there for thousands of years. So they're <laughs> Turkish Greeks. They're not European Greeks. And so, um, so I just went to Turkey and I kept going and studying it. And then I was able to really understand what is Turkish style and how much Turkish is in American cabaret or vintage Oriental. There's a lot, a lot, a lot in it. Um, and so um, then it was like the thing that, that people made fun of became the thing that got me well known. And that was a, a gift. Um, I mean, I worked hard for it, but it was one of the many wonderful ironies of life is, you know, the thing that makes you different is sometimes the thing that makes you famous or whatever. And so I did that. And I've, I've also done um, and studied a lot about sacred dance and um, just other uh, general dance techniques uh, that are applicable, app applicable to just any kind of dance that you might want to do, stagecraft kinds of things. And so, um, so now I'm a crone and I, I love it. I love it. I, I have um, taught thousands of people and I have dancing daughters and sons and, and really special people are really special to me who I mentor. And because um, I wish, you know, we had had mentors back in the day, uh, but we, we didn't in the dance community then. Um, and so um, I'm very, I, I love being a crone. I love being smarter than I used to be, you know? <laughs> and I, I wrote this article for Gilded Serpent that's called Journey into Womanhood. And I talk about how, how um, the things that make you cry, you know, in your 30s are less important in your 40s and then you get in your 50s and and you really um you're you're thinking about things changes and then you get in your 60s and you just you just don't give a shit about the things that made you cry when you were younger you might have to bleep that but anyway that's good, that's good. <laughs> you, you know what i'm saying it's it's as you mature uh and your perspective uh, expands and um, you, you know you learn more and more. I I want to be a wise woman. Yeah. You know, and I want to preserve my legacy. And so I started teaching online classes, and um, it's 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 very thrilling for me to be able to to uh, teach people. In, all over the world from my little home studio, which is behind me. Which is gorgeous, which is fabulous. Oh, thank you. And, you know, I mean, we've seen so many changes. You know, we we both started back before computers and, uh, and both started traveling the world before computers and before that whole, whole internet thing, which is amazing. And now it's so much... <laughs> you know, every day is just more and more technology. And, but it also means that we can reach more and more people, you know, and then COVID of course changed uh, so many, so many things. Uh, and there's so many blessings that can come out of that or that have come out of that. 
you know, and for us to be able to use that opportunity to still continue the expansion and the legacy and the education, right? And you're yeah. doing that. You're doing that. Yes, yes. I, um, I would never downplay how horrible COVID is, but I also feel um, there's a Greek expression and it's kathe embodio yakalo. And it means out of, out, of every, um, out, out of every hardship, out of every problem, um, there's an opportunity. And it also kind of means that, that um, things happen for the best, even though um, you sure may not know it at the time and when you're going through it, but the growth and the learning that that comes even years later from hardships uh, um, ha really improve the quality of our lives and our relationships with our families and, and all that. So when COVID hit, all of a sudden, I mean, you've seen it on the news, families are having dinner together and, and, and people are cooking homemade meals and um, people are connecting with their families and their friends in, in really deep and meaningful ways because there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee in, in life. So you should, you should love the ones you love mightily every day. Word, <laughs> word, for sure. So tell me, oh, I have so many questions for you. Um, we connected uh, uh, through many different avenues, as we said already, but one of the things that really stands out to me, and this was because that was where my interest was at the time too, was um, doing a lot of Turkish, which is one of your specialties, of course. Um, and then you were working with Tayer, Actinis, way back when. And, uh, and I mean, out of all the genres that you dance, do you, do you feel like you have a specialty? Would you call that your specialty or your most, something that you're most well known for? Um, it, you know, it's funny that you're asking that because you are the one who told me about Tyar. I remember. <laughs> you know, and you said, oh, there's this guy named Tyar. You got to meet him. And you guys are really going to uh, hit it off well and you can dance together and all that. And then I did meet him um, at, I think, Mendocino Dance Camp. And then we became friends and, and um, we became dance partners for a number of years. And we, we um, sponsored these big... Uh, da uh, dance camps in in Turkey and also in the United States, and so that was life changing. And I, you know, I really, I really have to thank you because you said you were really insistent about it. You said you got to meet this guy, and so I, I said, well, I'm sh I'm sure she's right because Paulette's a smart cookie and she's right about. <laughs> She's right about like everything that she's ever said to me before. So, um, so that was, that was great. Um, as far as, um, 
As far as my specialty goes, yes, I, I, I'm sure I am best known for Turkish, and um, and I'm happy about that. That's 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 great. That's uh, put me on the map. It it took me all over the world um, because I really wanted to separate fact from fiction about Turkish dance. There were a lot of people who who didn't really understand it, and I also wanted to promote the Romani dances of Turkey because I felt that um, they were wonderful, but also back in those days, people would just fluff up their hair and wear a full skirt and, you know, chew on a rose and prance around and call it their gypsy dance. This is my gypsy dance. And, and you know, and they thought that was okay. Um, and so, um, you know, and it, it is okay to do fantasy dances, but you you got to label what you're doing correctly. Nobody would strap on a tutu and call themselves a ballerina. So everybody knew that wasn't right, but people just didn't even understand about the Roma people being real people. So that became a mission of mine was to teach people about the Roma people and 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 about how you know, if all you think of is that they sing and dance by a campfire, you're not honoring who you who they really are. But you're also not not. If you say you like their music, you should know the plight of their existence, which is horrible because they're so terribly uh, discriminated against everywhere. So that became a specialty. Um, and it's it's interesting because um, my mom um, was uh, very ill, and she she lived with us her last couple years of life, and I took care of her. And she she had dementia, and all of a sudden there was no time for dance, and so and I I stopped accepting workshops because I didn't want to accept a gig, and then have it turn out that I couldn't do it because my mother's health was fluctuating. And so when, after she passed and I started to get my life back again, I had to ask myself, um, do you really, do you, are you gonna, you know, are you gonna go back into dancing again? And I didn't even want to look at myself in the mirror because I was like, oh, I don't want to be disappointed. And I don't want to say, oh, I used to be good. And, and I, I was um, afraid about uh, that. And so I needed to get my joy back and I needed to get my groove back. And doing Turkish was, um, it was too hard for me because uh, the the level of proficiency or excellence or whatever word that I wanted to do, I thought I'm going to have to do a lot of work to get back to that level. Um, and it was it was threatening for me because I didn't want to not be as good as I was. So I started listening to the Vintage Oriental the American cabaret music, which is what we did when we first started dancing. So the George Abdo and, and um, some of the Greek belly dance music, because I worked in Greek clubs for many years. And I was like, 
I remember you, you know, I was dancing in the studio and I was like, I pointing at myself. I remember that girl, you, you know, and all of a sudden my, my heart was just flooded with joy again. And so, so now that, um, I am teaching uh, Turkish and, and I've got my Turkish back um, and I'm teaching a year long training, which is almost everything I know about Turkish. I don't think we can cover it in a year, but it's, it's very intense in depth program. Um, but I'm also in my generic oriental dance or belly dance class, I'm, um, I'm visiting all this great old music and and all the great stuff that we did back in the American cabaret days too so I'm teaching all of it and so I'm not sure I mean I guess you have you would have to say my specialty is still Turkish but it changes our our, our artistic selves change as as we mature and age and also now because of everything that's going on in the COVID world, I'm very uh, much interested in sacred dance because we need it. We need it, and so that's becoming a place where I'm putting a lot of time and energy too. Oh, I love that! I love that. I think what's really awesome, and again, you know, referring to both of us as crones and having been in this industry for a long time as a creator. Uh, to to continue to share those stories and those times and that is part of your legacy and that's really important it's so important for people to have even if it's bits and pieces but to have some of the history um, and they can do with it what they will and transform it into something else as as we see that happen all the time um, and FedEx truck is going by. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Um, uh, but still to, to be able to share that knowledge and that passion. And, and the other thing that I wanted to address too is that, like you said, you took some time off to take care of your mom, and which is beautiful, which is great that you had that opportunity to do that. And even as a creator, I mean, I've taken times off, several times off, because I've burnt myself out. I've done mm -hmm. stupid things in the past, which I've learned how not to do anymore, and which <laughs> I coach about how what not to do. Um, uh, but as a creator, you have to step back sometimes. Mm -hmm. Then when you come back, you can feel a different pulse right a different way of looking at <laughs> what you've done and what you want to do now and how you want to change it and how you want to portray it and present it and more that you have to give you know and give as a teacher and as a performer i i've actually retired from performing but um so what hmm, oh god so my mind is like what um, so what do you think now? How, how is your teaching different now? Oh, well, that's the, the cool thing about it is that here, you know, I almost quit 
I thought about it. I, I, I really thought about it. And I and and then of course I asked the questions that we all ask is like, well, then who am I if I'm not a dancer? Who I am, am who am I? I mean, when you've been doing something almost 50 years, it's more way more years than you've been walking this earth. Um, but the the time away, um, I mean, it, 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 none of it is ever wasted because you're still learning from your life experiences and you're learning patience. And, and um, my, my mother had Alzheimer's. And so I had to find ways to communicate with her and to you know, keep her excited and stimulated and not overwhelmed. And all of that, that, um, all of that I think made me a better teacher so then when I, uh, when I decided, and, and I, I had to say, okay, Artie, have you got it in you to go another round here? And, um, and if you do, you have to give it your best shot because that's only fair. And so I went in with, you know, full tilt boogie and really um, eager to learn uh, everything I could about about this Zoom technology, it was really hard. It was so hard in the beginning because you know I wasn't raised with computers. But this is the, the 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 gift to me, I guess. The the reward to me is that I'm a much better teacher mm. now, mm. A and I. Uh, I can connect dots better, Be, you know, because when you're touring and you know this, you did this too, is that when you're touring, you're performing and performing and performing all the time and you're booking gigs and you're packing your bags and, you're, and you don't have a lot of time in the studio to just get in the groove and dance. When you're in the studio, it's like you're working, you're, you're working on, on, getting better and you're working on the next assignment and the combinations or the whatever, the new song that, so um, I needed to dance for about six months when it wasn't work at all, when it was just joy. Oh God, I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. And that's, that's how I got my groove back. It's also how I got, you, you know, my, my dance body back too, but it, it was, um, it was really amazing. And even though Zoom and, and, you know, we complain sometimes about it in the sense that we miss connecting really intimately with people, but um, you have to be so clear when you're teaching things and you have to make sure they can see you. And, and I type up my lesson plans and I always give credit to the musicians and I have an outline and, and this is what I plan to teach in that class. And then, and I'm recording everything. And then I send, before I send the recording out, I send the amended notes because they're often very different. You know, cause when you're doing it, you, you're in the flow and, and sometimes you think, oh, I'll get to this, but you really don't, or sometimes, and you need to expand on something else more. So it's, it's all forcing me to 
focus and organize my thoughts and organize what I know and, and to have it written down so that people can, can read it and understand it that way. And you don't, you don't have that luxury when you're teaching workshops and you're on the circuit. Um, they learn what they can learn, even if you've got good handouts. Um, it's, it's different now because they've got a recording for a week. And they can go back and they can look at it and they can, oh, this is what she was talking about there. I get it now. So it, it, in, it has its limitations doing things online, but it also, there's so many good things about it too, that, that um, I'm very grateful for. But I want to go back to what you said about finding the joy in the dance, because that's one of the things that, and, and I'm sure you find this too, but in teaching and teaching my teachers and my certified teachers and my master teachers that I now certify, um, you know, as they grow their tribes, uh, even back when I was teaching, it was like people want, wanted to perform, like, I'm going to take a class and I'm going to perform. Right. Right. Well, like you wouldn't go do Swan Lake on point shoes after one ballet class. <laughs> right. So, um, and I've always been a super stickler about that. And uh, because you can't, I mean, being a performer is being an entertainer. And being a dancer is different than being a performer. Hmm. Right? Everyone, a lot of people can dance, but that doesn't mean they get up on stage and perform. Right, right, right. I, I, oh, I see. I, I wasn't sure what you were saying, but yeah. So, right. and to be able to have that joy in your body, along with the knowledge and the skills, You know, um, to to find the joy of the dance within, so that you can present it, is different than just like I'm going to take a class, I'm going to get up on stage, and I'm going to do this thing. Oh, absolutely, of course. And and what you just said about spending six months in the studio, finding your joy in the dance. You know, wondering if you were going to come back or not. I mean, that's beautiful. And everyone should have that type of experience, that inner connection, that soul connection with the dance and ask, asking the dance where it wants to go. Right. Right. I mean, that's so beautiful. And how beautiful that you honored yourself. Mm -hmm. Take that time to go, what do I want to be now? Where do I want to take this? Or do I want to take it anywhere? Right. And, and the, if, if the answer to that, that question is, yes, I want to continue to be a dancer. Um, the, the great thing about it is that uh, you fall in love with it again. Yes. And, and you know, you know, you're doing it because you want to do it and you love it. You're not just doing it because, well, it's what I do. You know, it's it's like staying with a spouse that that and you that you that you don't love anymore, but you just stay with them because uh, for whatever many 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 other other reasons. But um, to to me, 
it, I was, I was ready to, to walk away. Uh-huh. And, and, um, and, and I think that, you know, if you're a lifelong career dancer, like we have been, um, there, it ebbs and flows, uh-huh. doesn't it? And, and you, you honor that. Hmm? I'm sorry? You gotta honor that. Yeah, yeah. And you were way smarter than a lot of people because you did step away when you needed to have a break. And most of us, and myself included, didn't do that. If, if I stopped dancing, it was because um, I was in, I, I did stop for a little, for, for about two years because I was in graduate school and it was this amoeba that took over my life and there was no time for anything but but graduate schools. I was swallowed up by it. Um, and that, um, it it was hard. It, it was hard. Be, it, that is, was, um, I don't know, maybe it was, a, it, I had a good reason why I, I couldn't dance then, but uh, it was painful. And I was wrenched away from the dance unwillingly because of it. And, and of course, I got depressed. I was like uh, nervous. My shoulders were up to here and, and um, I gained weight and, and I was, um, I started losing my connection with my body. And um, so as soon as, uh, as soon as I could start dancing again, uh, I, all of a sudden my, my personality came back and, and I felt really happy and I loved it so much. I appreciated it so much because in those days I was, I was a, a, you know, a club girl. I worked in, in the nightclubs and, and, and I mean, no matter how much you love it, there are nights when you're like, I'd really rather just stay home and wear my fuzzy slippers and watch, you know, watch a movie, but I got to hustify and, and go out. And hustify. <laughs> that's hilarious. I've never heard that word before. That's my new word. So, but, but as soon I made it up, but, it, but, and, and of course, as soon as you hear the music, you're fine. And all of a sudden, you know, you're glad that you're there, but but that you know the, that's what I mean is that you get into these ruts and you you do it because it's, it's your job and it's what you do and it's not always equally joyful as the other times. But man, when it gets taken away from you, and then you go back, wow. it, you can just embrace it. It's like it's like like you fell in love with your husband again. Well, you know. Yeah. Well, and like what you said is you fell in love with the dance again. But what I think, what I think is that you fell back in love with yourself again. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's very true. You fell in love back with that creator, that, that beautiful feminine divine goddess, dancing queen, whatever you want to call it, um, so that you could be in the dance. Yes, very true, very true. And you also, I don't know, I guess if I, if ever I needed some kind of validation that, that this is my purpose, mm. um, then this is what came of that. Because as soon as I started teaching online, 
Um, I, I, I'm really blessed and fortunate that I was successful uh, right away. And I, you know, I, ha I had a lot of contacts and, and people were hungry for uh, the familiar. And so I was lucky because I just started teaching before, um, you know, so many of my colleagues who, who were like me, they didn't know anything about online teaching or, or any of that. But I was ahead of that because I started learning in January and I had intended to teach online. So I was ready when everybody else was going, I don't know, how do, how do I do it? How do I do it? And so I said, well, this is my tutor and she's really, really good. <laughs> and, and I'm not that great at it at all, but now I'm teaching my crone buddies who thought, I don't know if I can learn how to do this. It's a whole different world. And I'm saying, yeah, if I could do it, you could do it. Yeah, nice. And you are, and that's amazing. And it's so great. I, I Arnie, Artemis, Arnie, we could, we could talk forever. Um, so it's just so delightful to have this conversation with you. And so delightful to be able to share you with, with the people out here in Heart and Soul Land. And to, to share your legacy and to share the history and to share the bits and pieces of what you have brought forth in the world um, and into the dance world, into the art world and, and the, the beautiful heartfelt world. <laughs> you are such a gorgeous soul. Um, and so thank I really you. thank you for sharing this time with me. Um, is there anything that you would want to share uh, quickly with our people about creativity or business or moving forward at this time? Well, first of all, um, thank you for inviting me. I'm honored. I'm really honored. And I'm, I'm glad to reach more people. Um, I, I am, I'm gonna be doing a teacher training um, I'm, I'm now, I'm taking some of my workshops and I'm going to be recording them and, and making them available to people like how to work with the live, with live music, you know, with, with the band and, and, um, um, how, how to, how to be a teacher and, and, and all so many aspects of that. In addition to dance technique and, and, um, history and culture and all that. So I, I oh, I have a um, one thing I'm going to do. Uh, I think in December is I'm going to uh, teach a series of little mini mini lectures on how to thrive, not just survive. The the this this COVID and the this situation that we're in in the United States at this time in history. And so, um, so that's, that's, those are the things that, that, that I'm going to be doing. Um, as far as creativity goes, I just, I think you got to follow your heart. You got to follow your heart. And, and when, when you're in the studio, um, and you, if you want to dance to Johnny got a boom, boom, 
dance to Johnny Got a Boom Boom, you know, it's, it's like, which is an excellent song, by the way. Um, but, you know, you can dance to rockabilly, you can dance to, to rock and roll, you can dance to blues, you can, you know, whatever it takes when, when there's nobody looking, but, but, you know, whoever your divine sources are and, and your ancestors and, and the spirit of dance and the spirit of music, then, then, then you're in your, your, you're in the most beautiful place with the dance, the most joyful, the most authentic place, because you're not dancing for an audience. You're just dancing for the dance. That's it, baby. That is it. (laughs) That is what I'm talking about. Dance for the dance. It's like she's watching the spirit of dance. And I like, when I say my prayers, I like to say uh, my prayers. uh, I I have to thank the spirit of the dance and the spirit of ancient dance and the spirit of ancient sacred dance and the spirit of music. And I'm quite fond of Bombajira or Pombajira, as people say. I think she's kind of a wonderful... um, spiritual force that can influence dancers and help them. You well, know? you are amazing. You're beautiful. Thank you. So are you. That's a great spirit. I love that. And thank you for being here. And thank you everybody out in Heart and Hustle Land for, for spending time with us again today. I am your hostess, Paulette Ristini, and this is Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. And you know I love to bring you people who are making change in the world, who are creating change, who are being creators, who are living the life of their dreams. (laughs) And uh, I'd love to hear your comments. If you have any comments, of course, I'll put all of Artemis's contacts in, you know, down below as always, so that you can join her. And I really thank you for being here again today. And we'll see you next time. Many blessings. Thank you, Paulette. Bye.